It is another exciting episode of the Jedi Sorter. I'm your host, Jay Larson, and joining me as always is my good friend, Patrick Whiting. Hello, Patrick. Howdy, Jay. How are you doing? I am doing pretty good. I I went and did a hike with Brian today, so that was nice. It was a, took a took it was about two and a half hour drive out to the hike site, and, and then we it was just a, a short little four mile hike, but then we came home and now we're uh, I, I I did a demo at uh, my store tonight. We had eight people there tonight for for game night. And we've got in our um, initiation league kit already, and we need to order a second one because one's not going to be enough. Oh wow! Um, so things are things are starting to pop. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, have you? Uh, did you get a chance to play much Shatterpoint this week? Yeah, I got a couple of games in um, on uh, Sunday. It was uh, it was a good time. I tried out the Inquisitors for the first time. And I like them. They are fun. They're different too, which is also cool. They they have a very different tempo from the clones or from the droids or from the Mandalorians. They got a little a couple of different tools and uh having only one model in a support unit is also kind of an interesting Yeah. It's it's a small a small difference, but a big difference. And I don't know that I dislike it, but it is it is part of what makes their tempo a little bit different, too. Um, and I got to play with the new Vader. I think I like the new Vader. It's very compelling. Um, some of these some of these characters are very, very aggressive. Yeah. And um, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to, to play play that style. Yeah, my friends have been pretty keen with Vader. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to give him a, a play. Oh, I think you'll I think you'll like Vader a lot. Um, I should hopefully wonder... be back to to fully painted here pretty soon. Fingers crossed. La ti da for you. <laughs> so... <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> I, I'm I am excited to to get them back from for my painter. So that'll be nice. That will be nice. Vader's cool. Vader's cool. I, I'm curious what the I... the next Vader is going to be like, given this one. Yeah, so we haven't really talked about this on here. Um, I, I feel like I already know the answer to this question before asking it, <laughs> but but I, I guess I'm a glutton for punishment, and and it's at least a semi interesting topic. But um, so gamers in general and Star Wars nerds in particular, it feels like enjoy getting angry on the internet <laughs> and one of the the first things that they've gotten angry about with Shatterpoint is is the new uh vader and obi-wan diorama yeah yeah and uh, so a i mean is did you do you feel like my am, am i mischaracterizing anything here so far uh no i think i've seen the full spectrum of um grievances with respect to the Vader and Obi Wan so rival bots, I am interested in uh, the Patrick Whiting reaction to this kerfuffle. <laughs> <laughs> to the kerfuffle, well, um, I think I think people have opinions, and people like to share those opinions. Um, 
<laughs> and I'm asking sure your opinion. <laughs> um, well, so my take on the Rivals box is um, uh, I I think it's just kind of funny. I so the I, I reflect back on the Marvel one, the first MCP one with Spider-Man and Doctor Octopus, and that had uh, generally I think a, a fairly positive uh, reaction when it first came out. New sculpts, very nice sculpts, uh, models, a lot of anticipation are they going to be new characters are they going to be the same characters i hope they're not the same characters i hope they're new characters the box comes out there are resculpts of of the same characters and people are very upset more upset than than they were before and having learned that lesson the next one that comes out well is... real quick to pause i, I sure. think that also so this this is the classic damned if you do damned if you don't situation which you're about to say I'm assuming, yep. but yeah, I think you, I think you got an idea where I'm going. But I'll also say that um, probably another reason why um, Atomic Mass decided to change course on the future release is also because I don't think that initial box set sold particularly well. I don't think it did. No. And so the reality is that. Uh, Atomic Mass Games is a business who is trying to make profit and trying to pay mm-hmm. its bills and pay its employees. Mm-hmm. And they, they're, they're trying to maximize that. And, you know, I, I, I guess kudos to them for their first attempt trying to make more of a, a hobbyist item. Mm-hmm. But there just wasn't, in my opinion, there wasn't as much demand for that as they maybe we're hoping for and so for then, the for, for the, the, the the very first mm-hmm. um crisis protocol doc Ock versus spider-man box i mean it's one that so for for ages and ages i've had a complete collection of crisis protocol and i didn't mm-hmm. pick up that box set because i already had the characters they weren't mm-hmm. ones that i was necessarily playing all that often and mm-hmm. i'm not a hobbyist or i i wasn't going to assemble it and paint it myself so it, it just wasn't a project that filled a niche for me. Yeah. Obviously yeah. there's, there's people who were happy with it. There were people who weren't, but so, sorry, I interrupted. Uh, you can continue your story now <laughs> with, with what they did next. Yeah. Well, um, and I, you, you've, you've, uh, you've kind of it spoiled the story for you. <laughs> no, no, not spoil the story, but I, no, I, I think, I think maybe starting there might have been helpful where it is a bit of a damned if you do um, in that the next box, which was very, I think a very exciting box. And, and this is just one of a two part opinion here for, for this. So appreciate the time and the patience for, for folks listening. And I lead this up and, um, but the Sabretooth and Logan box, um, a bit more expensive than the Spider-Man and, um, Dr. Octopus box, but it comes with a lot more stuff, technically speaking. And the train piece is really great. I like it a lot. Um, and they are new characters. <laughs> and uh, people, a lot of people were frustrated that they didn't get new characters in the last box. So now that they get a box with new characters, they're upset that they have these new characters behind a paywall um, that's uh, maybe more than they were expecting. I'm not quite sure what they were expecting. Um, I mean, it's a much bigger box than the Dr. Octopus box. And just with the sheer material involved, it's going to be more expensive. Um, 
And I think one of the, the complaints with the, the Vader and Obi-Wan one, one is that it's besides the core box, it's the highest price point to date. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only coming with two models. And for the non-hobbyist, the diorama stuff doesn't really matter. And so it's, mm-hmm. it is a, it's a pretty high price tag for two models. That is true. That and, is true. And, and, I'm not going to dispute that assessment. If, if that is the camp you're in or the situation you're in, then that is, it is a high price tag for two models. That's, that is true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think, so I think it's funny, um, that there's no way to please everybody. And for some reason that amuses me. Um, but my, my opinion is, yeah, it's expensive. Um, but I've I've kind of come to terms that this is an expensive hobby, and I am enjoying this hobby. And some parts of it are going to be more expensive than other parts, um, and that's just the name of the game. And it, you know, I don't have to buy the box if it's going to be outside of what I think is acceptable. Um, it's yeah. Kinda, so kinda I the, would, I guess, my kind of along the, the the same thought or vein that that you have. Um, first off, one, one minor quibble I would have is that, yes, this hobby can be somewhat expensive, I guess, but on the scale of expensive hobbies, I feel this one's fairly cheap. <laughs> uh, when you start comparing yeah. it to golf or. Oh you know, my tennis, it, even tennis, tennis sure. is expensive. <laughs> there's, there's lots of, or, or let's say you're into boating or cars or bikes or you know et cetera et cetera so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah know, hobbies, I, hobbies tend to cost money they, they do yeah they do and b i like i'm i don't want to i don't want to say that uh it's it's not that if if people i can empathize with people if they are wanting to um really play shatterpoint and Vader is obviously one of the most iconic, probably the most iconic character in Star Wars. And he's comes in a, a relatively expensive box set. And if that's outside your budget, then that can feel bad. And, and, and I agree that sucks, but you know, the, I guess my response to it or thought on it is, you know, if it's something you really want, then maybe you save up a little bit longer and you get it or, like if if you feel like the box set isn't worth the price tag, then you decide not to buy it, and <laughs> you you don't have to go on the internet and like do a a flame war about how angry you are that you're deciding not to buy a box set. It's it's okay not to own every model in Star Wars Shatterpoint, even though you should own every model from DiscountGamesInc.com. But that's the whole <laughs> separate conversation um Separate, but, I mean, but related correct yeah i mean but that's just i don't know i i feel like you know part of being an adult is deciding what your budget for your hobbies is and and you don't have to rage on the internet if, if something doesn't fit <laughs> yeah. in your budget. i the 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 desire to rage on the internet is not one i fully understand sure um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, perhaps people want some sort of validation for how they feel and they need some sort of 
external yeah, component to that? I don't there's know. almost like this component of it of for some people it feels like where there's this thread where they feel like the price tag on this box set is not fair and that they are being wronged by the existence of this <laughs> box set. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't like, I don't obviously uh, agree with that sentiment. Um, I mean, honestly, the best thing that could happen if, if that is your feeling, then don't buy the item. And if enough people have that feel that same way, then we've already seen that Atomic Mass Games is responsive to the sales history on these types of items. And so if this product doesn't perform well, then they'll probably do something different the next time they, they do a product like this. If it, if it does do well, then they'll probably <laughs> repeat it. But, you know, that's, that's just the way businesses work. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of, I will say, like, it's kind of, it's expensive, but it's kind of cool to have sort of a, a premier box. My only, my only criticism, and I don't feel that this is an egregious criticism of that box, isn't even necessarily the price point or that it maybe um, allows somebody who purely just wants to hobby, of which there are plenty of people. Um, but I would like to have seen a little bit more of a compromise in terms of the terrain element and having that to be a lot more of a utilizable piece on a table rather than just a part of the terrain set. I think I think there could have been a better compromise to have have the whole box be functional um, for everybody. I don't think a hobbyist is going to be upset if their display piece is a little flatter. I'm not I'm not sure. They could have also included another sort of cardboard backdrop like they put in the the core yeah. set with with these things to kind of give that illusion of depth. Um, and that way, I think perhaps fewer people would have raged. I don't know if it would have kept everybody. It certainly wouldn't. Yeah. But but um, that's my only criticism. If if anybody at AMG does listen to us on this, just take that feedback for what it is, and and we'll we'll see on the on the next on the next rival pack. I hope it's a I hope it's a duel of the fates because I, I think that would make such a great rival pack. All right. Also. Also feedback. So if they hear that, take do do that too. Do that too. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's fair. Um, so let's let's go ahead and talk a little bit about our next rules focus. So Patrick, you sent me a screenshot of an interesting uh, rule that came up on the forums that we can discuss. Yeah, yeah, I. I like to peruse the forums as much as possible to keep myself fresh. And there's always new questions being asked and new questions being answered. And this is a, a question um, that was asked um, that I had never considered. And I've been in this situation a fair number of times now where it actually could have been a really cool thing. Um, so, in if you look for it in the forums, it, it has been sort of called the Shatter Shuffle. And if you haven't seen it, um, well, listen up. Uh, and if you want to look at that ruling more closely, pop over to the the rules forum. But what's really cool is um, the question that's posed is what what do you do if you have uh, at least a force point left? Um, 
for uh, your uh, of your force pool. And the last card that you have is the Shatterpoint card, the last card in your deck. You've used, you've gone through all the cards. The last card is the Shatterpoint card. Um, can you spend that force point to trigger the um, second bullet point uh, in the rules that uh, allows you to refresh your deck and then restore the force um, for the upcoming activation? Um, and if that's confusing, I'll lay it out in a better way just right now. So the short answer is yes. And the full sort of scenario for this kind of looks like like you you draw the shatter point card, you spend the force point, you will then to set us, the, to set aside the shatter point card. Yes, the set set aside the shatter point card. You'll reshuffle your deck. You will um, uh, refresh your your refresh. Thank yep, refresh your force points, uh, and then you'll draw the next order card from the order deck to activate and then you will shuffle yet again the shatter point card back into your order deck so it's a fun little way to quickly get a bunch of force points left if you need them and uh you can really i i think i, I think we could probably talk more about um how to really leverage your your shatter point deck at a later time but this is a good one to keep in mind um when uh, you are on your last card, the Shatterpoint card, and you want a really strong um, activation, I think it's so cool. I think it's so cool. I'm gonna try the, to. Oh, oh man, yeah. The one, so the the one one of the downside, I guess I should say, um, of of doing that is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but essentially you are um, getting. You're getting one less shatter point. True. In your in in your activations, correct? True. Yes. You you're relinquishing some uh, control for essentially more resources. Your your the trade off is some some control for more resources. Yeah. Which I think I I mean I do think that that is an interesting um, trade off to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, um, in, in a lot of ways, your, your shatter point will hopefully be a very impactful activation. Mm-hmm. So having, giving up that is, um, potentially impactful. Um, but it, it is, you know, the, certainly I've, I've had, um, times where, um, where I've been out of, force points by the end of the turn or mm-hmm. low, I guess it would need to be low in this instance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and being able to, to refresh, um, those force points could be super impactful, obviously. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it, it can be a really big choice. Um, if you have that chatter point card and you don't have enough resources, force wise to do what you need to do in an activation i think the the trade-off can be really valuable um because i would pro- i would rather have a, some well I'll, I'll i'll add the caveat that i i would in many cases rather have the ability to have a strong activation than just one that i i might get to choose um directly now that's that's all going to be contextual 
but the times when I'm reflecting on it that I've I've ran into this, I've sort of just looked at the table, looked at my one force point, looked at the shatter point, and kind of scratched my head like, what am I? I don't know what I'm gonna do because I don't like any of the things, and I just need four more force points, and I almost don't right. even care who I activate. I just want them to be better at doing it. Um, so it, it's a good thing to keep in mind, and it's an it's an interesting. Um, rule to uh to reflect on and i'm i'm pretty happy with the person who asked it i think that was a great a great question for the rules form awesome all right so we are going to talk now about the two characters that and in this episode we'll probably talk about one character and the bonus (laughs) talk about the other um but first um so the at launch, the characters we haven't talked about yet for primary characters are Anakin Skywalker and uh, Lord Maul. So we're going to start off by talking about General Anakin Skywalker. Uh, he has seven squad points. He has four force points. Uh, he's a primary unit, obviously. His first ability, he has force jump, spend one force and jump. Uh, classic, obviously. Um, any any comments on that before I? It's good. Yeah, I like it's, it. Is I good. like force jump. Yeah. All right. Um, so next ability, um, one of his defining abilities, I would say. Mm-hmm. After this, uh, I'm going to end this. Costs two force points. After this unit makes a combat action. It may use this ability. One character in this unit may make an attack targeting one of the same enemy characters within range and line of sight. So what are what are your thoughts on this ability, Patrick? It's very good. I have had it win me a couple games. Um, it's very strong. It's expensive. Um, so once he starts taking some wounds, it becomes very expensive. But uh, it's good. Yeah, I think it is a very strong ability. Getting hit with 16 dice uh, <laughs> is is not nothing. It's kind of a Phil's bad man. <laughs> it's often like it either you need it because the first one didn't work and then the second one is like overkill or sometimes because he's just so strong. I, I've had him just cleave through people with the first action and then i i just find that i have three force points because i don't need to spend them for the double tap but um i so i've played i would say quite a few games with with anakin and i can't think of an instance where um where anakin hasn't managed to kill a character if he does the double tap like this i mean have have you a wound i should say have, uh, have, i've had yeah i've had one instance where he he did not succeed um and there was another instance where uh well as actually that's the same instance so he tried to cut down um uh ahsoka tano and came up just a little short. I think it was actually one damage point off, and or two damage points off. And um, 
Ahsoka Tano had just enough to uh, send some of that damage back my way, and it it wounded him before I could make the second attack and ended his activation uh, prompt. <laughs> sure. Um, so outside of that, no, I don't think I have ever seen him not just finish whoever whoever is on his doorstep. But if you're going to go after Ahsoka Tano, mm, be very certain that you can't just get, I don't know, reflected. <laughs> uh, deep, I, I don't, I'm not sure how, how I want to say that. But yeah, if you have, if you're close to being wounded, just don't, don't go after Ahsoka Tano. It's not worth it. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that seems, seems like a good rule of thumb, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it, it's a, it is. Yep. I'm glad I could, I could learn that for, for everybody. All right, so his next ability, he has Deflect if he's um, targeted by a range attack and they have one or more failures, they suffer two damage. And then finally, uh, his other signature ability, in my opinion, this is where the fun begins. When a character in this unit wounds an enemy primary unit or secondary unit after the effect is resolved, move the struggle token one space towards your momentum tokens, then... If the wounded unit is a primary unit, each allied Galactic Republic character may heal one. So, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on this ability, Patrick? I think it's very good, especially when he is able to use the I'm going to end this ability, and he gets to go primary hunting. He is mm-hmm. really good at doing that. Um, I think the, this identity ability is really good. Um I think it's very strong. And so far, it's the only kind of one of its kind right now. Yeah, and I think that, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll state the obvious here, but a part of the reason why I like it so much or why I think it's such a good ability is that by default, his, um, his ability to wound characters is, is going to give you an attrition advantage, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but wounding will also help you out with scenario because you'll hopefully you know, be able to um, gain control of, of more scenario uh, points with, with your opponent being wounded and, and not being able to contest. You'll gain a momentum token when you wound, but his ability with a primary or secondary character to also gain a... Um, to move the the struggle token a space makes it so that it's it's not just a uh, helps you out a lot with attrition. It also is is giving you um, a good a great help with your scenario play. And I've I've had a lot of um, a lot of times where I'm close to winning a struggle, and either Anakin will come up or I'll have a shatter point and the solution on how I'm going to win the struggle is by having Anakin uh, wound a character that adds the momentum. It moves the struggle token. And then mm-hmm. likely by the end of the round, I'll, I'll move to where I need to go to on the struggle uh, tracker to, um, to be able to win that particular struggle. So yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not bad. Not bad. All right. Well, let's talk about his two stances. 
First one is Form 5 Gemso. He has 5 defense on ranged, 5 defense on melee. He has 8 attack dice on um, melee. And what sticks out to you with his his stance card on this side? For me, it's the first one and then the last one. So the, that first success, just doing 3 damage, is, is so... It's so good, and you're likely going to have two or three, just generally, I think, with him. But getting three damage right out of the gate is it's pretty potent. And then if you can go all the way down, I like that uh, that uh, reposition. I think that's really exciting. That's fair. Um, so his his next one, uh, he's got six defense dice on. Uh, ranged and physical, and he has seven attack dice on physical melee. Um, and what are your what are your what stands out to you on this this stance card? Well, uh, it's definitely a much much more defensive form. Um, even even looking at the uh, the expertise chart, it's it's not bad. It's it's not bad at all. Um, yeah, the the six dice is is good. There's there's kind of it's you know it's less aggressive, but it still has two different two different options here, and I I like this side on him actually. Uh, yeah, I I like I like having kind of two different gears for for this form the stance. Getting to do what is it two four six eight damage is not bad for a defensive form. Or you can go and get a lot of you can get a, a reposition and some really some good recovers. Some yeah. yeah. What do you what what uh which form do you think you use the most? Are you using the gem so or the the shen shen? Um. Usually, I would say that I am an uncultured man <laughs> using the gem so to yeah. just murder my opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Have you considered? Using the Shen a couple times, possibly the second attack, and yeah, yeah. maybe getting an earlier reposition with a couple of a uh, couple of recovers for some some buddies. Yeah, yeah, I do I think like, that is. Good. I like that. Yeah. Agreed. So I'm I'm curious now to uh, ask you, Patrick. So when we when we first met up and had our initial weekend playing each mm-hmm. other, and we did many things wrong playing the game, but yes. uh, one of the things you said in frustration early on was that uh, <laughs> Anakin felt too good. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm curious, has, do you, do you, has your opinion changed? And if so, why has it changed? Mm, well, <laughs> the things that we got wrong definitely made it a lot better for him. Um, so I think having many more games under my belt, having a much yes. clearer idea of how the game is played, uh, at least on this mission pack, do I think he is too powerful? I do not. I don't think that that is the case. I think um, he is, so if I had to give him a grade i would say that he is probably a b plus so slightly above average but i don't think he is i don't think he's 
an A for me. Um, and part of why that is, he is so slow. <laughs> yes, he is that's, so that's slow. something we need to. We do need to talk about this. Yeah, he's so slow. Uh, he needs a lot of support to get up the field. Um, once he starts attacking, sure, he can like <laughs> zigzag and 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 just hop skip across the field. But until that point comes, he is just the slowest Jedi there ever was. He's so slow. <laughs> um, the jump is nice. It does. It's not bad. Um, but it is. It is not really. So it. I, I would say it's. It's pretty common for the primary characters to have you know, be able to do an advance and then be able to do like a jump or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or four speed for another advance. Um, which Anakin is is right in line with. Um, so. Why Why would you say that Anakin seems uh, especially slow compared to the other primary characters? Um, well, a jump is better than a dash, um, but that short movement is not an advance. Um, there isn't anything on his card that allows him to advance out of activation, like, say, um, Dooku, like something that Dooku has, or... Um, I don't know. Even Vader, Vader is is much faster than, and he's got little robot legs too. Uh, he's much <laughs> faster than Anakin. Um, so there, there, just there isn't a lot that allows him to move. So Ahsoka is very, very fast uh, with four speed, and then when a friend gets wounded, they can Ahsoka can then make another uh, movement. So anything like that just really can add up quite a bit um and uh with with like dooku dooku's is free you don't even have to spend the force point so there's there's another qualifier there too is is how much the movement can impact your force pool and his movement impacts anakin i mean uh anakin's force jump impacts the the force pool doesn't get him that far up the board and uh, it can make it kind of easy to avoid them and i think anakin's one of those characters you either commit to just making his day sad or you just stay away from him the best you can because if he cannot hit you there's it's just going to take him so much time to be to be impactful and a character like that you you need them to be impactful yeah i would agree um i also would say that um Right now, there's obviously limited options that you can take for your secondary uh, and support character, but one of the one of the characters that you can take is Captain Rex, and mm. he Captain Rex he does go well with Anakin. He can give when when Captain Rex comes up, he can um, let Anakin do a, a dash forward, which mm-hmm. is there's there's a really big difference um, when Anakin is already you know one small movement forward before he does his first activation mm-hmm. versus uh, when that isn't the case and so and yeah, obviously yeah. there's a little bit of luck involved sometimes on if what order things come out um, but I do think that that's worth worth mentioning um, yeah uh, Ahsoka Tano is a good. It was a good addition to an Anakin 
roster as well. Having the the two movements is even better than the one. Yeah. Um, I'd also say that um, I, th- I think the another thing that we we didn't discuss yet, but he, he does have eleven hit points and three yeah. wounds. I, he's I would say he's on the um, hardier spectrum of of characters so far. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, at, even as far as primaries go, he's on the hardier side. Uh, yeah, his defense dice are pretty respectable. He's got deflect. He he's he's gonna be very hard to take off the table, if not impossible. I mean, it just just very 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 hard. Um, yeah, if it, it feels like things will have kind of gone off the rails if. Um, if you have a game where where he's removed from the table, like I, I don't know, that that seems like that would be a very rare occurrence. I yeah, I can't like that that game that I would envision happening. Like the players would have to go through their decks three times and on their fourth playthrough, and I I don't know how that happens. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it will at some point, or maybe it has for people that have that are out there, but hasn't happened to me the most i've gone is i've gone through the deck three times and i still haven't had anybody completely removed from the table yeah um yeah so i'm curious now what are what are your thoughts with who do you who do you think are the best pairings with anakin uh the first one i think is a standout for a lot of people and that's um obi-wan kenobi the the general Obi Wan Kenobi um, is a is a pretty stand pretty big standout pair. Uh, Luminara is also I think a pretty a pretty natural um, direction to go. But I think that the I mean Mace could be an interesting one. I, the the clones in the Galactic Republic I think they all play really well together, um, very well together. I think. Though I uh, I've seen the Anakin and Dooku pairing, I think is kind of interesting. I think that's actually a pretty good pairing. Uh, I like uh, I like Asajj and Anakin as a pair as well, even more so when the uh, Death Amirian box comes out. I think that that could have some really interesting punch. It's got a lot of control from Asajj, and then you you have to worry about Anakin. I, I think that's a kind of a cool pairing uh, to to explore. Um, so those are those are the ones that that for me I'm most excited about um, are the just all the Jedi together. But I like seeing some of the uh, the more control pieces placed with Anakin, giving him maybe a little bit more threat range. Because if you can force push a character into Anakin's grasp, oh man, that seems really good. Um, and really the only, this is going to shock you to hear me say this, Mm. (laughs) but really about the only one that, um, that I, that doesn't interest me with Anakin is Ahsoka. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think she's necessary, but if you want to really get the most out of, out of him, you take as much helpful movement as you can. But you don't need to take Ahsoka. I would probably take Rex before Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I actually am going to walk that back. 
Uh, I think if I am taking more clones, then I take Rex. If I'm taking fewer clones, then I probably take Ahsoka. I do. I do think that yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting options, like you said, Dooku, um, etc. Although I I do think that one that is especially interesting is um, Obi Wan and Anakin with General all the clones. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very strong list right now. I think the I th- I like it more than the Luminara and Obi Wan because I think the Luminara Obi Wan list is sort of pillow fisted doesn't doesn't hit quite nearly as hard. Um, and the Anakin Obi is a is is very strong, very strong combo. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and pause there. And we can we can do the head into the bonus episode. Uh, so if you have not yet supported the Patreon, now is the perfect time to do so. You can gain access to the episodes uh, a week earlier. You can join our Discord and you can listen to the bonus episodes, like the discussion we are about to have about uh, Lord Maul. Oh, I, I didn't give my my hot take mm. about Anakin. You said. Yeah. You said you gave him about a B plus. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. B plus. Um, I'm going to give him an A. What? He's he's, he's my homie. <laughs> <laughs> apply apply the blunt force to the affected area. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, stay tuned to the bonus episode where we're going to talk about Lord Maul. To be continued. <laughs> 